Welcome to the Lent Journey Podcast. Today is the first day of our podcast. It's February 26, 2020, and it's Ash Wednesday. My name is Gina Pottinger, and I'm so glad you could join me today for a scripture reading, a time of reflection, and prayer as we focus ourselves to listen to the Holy Spirit over the next 40 days. Today's scripture passage is from Isaiah 58, verses 1 through 12. Read along with me. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion, and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and he will say, Here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, And if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. Have you had a conversation like this about Lent in years past or maybe as you enter the Lenten season this year? I'm giving up chocolate for Lent. What are you giving up? I'm giving up TV. Well, one year I gave up caffeine. Boy, that was tough. Lent is the traditional time when Christians spend 40 days preparing themselves to celebrate the resurrection of Christ on Easter Sunday. 
Lent represents the 40 days that Jesus went to the desert and fasted and prayed in preparation to begin his earthly ministry. Likewise, the 40 days of Lent is when Jesus' followers give special focus to reflecting, repenting, and seeking intimacy with God in the presence of the Holy Spirit. We start on Ash Wednesday, the seventh Wednesday before Easter Sunday. It's called Ash Wednesday because on this day, ancient Christians smeared a thin paste of ashes mixed with oil on their foreheads. This outward sign symbolized their inner mourning for sin that brings death into the world. And so we begin Lent with somber humility as we ask the Lord what needs to change in our lives so that we know how to obey Him and enjoy an unhindered, vibrant relationship with God. In today's passage, the prophet Isaiah delivered God's powerful words concerning fasting to Israel. He said, You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Now see, the people were following to the letter the guidelines God had prescribed for their ritual fasting. They were doing exactly what God had asked them to do, and yet something was wrong. They didn't obey God in all areas of their lives. While they went through the outward motions of fasting during the prescribed times, in the rest of their lives they failed to fully live into who God had created them to be, and they neglected their relationship with God. God views fasting as a beautiful and intimate act when the rest of our lives are aligned with God's desires and heart. By compartmentalizing their spirituality and only following God's laws on certain days and at certain times of year, the Israelites did whatever they wanted the rest of the time. They fell short of God's holy standards. And in their neglect, they wounded God and damaged their relationship with Him. It's a stark warning for us as we enter the season of Lent. Is there a chance we are going about this wrong? Rather than making our own decision about what kind of fasting we will do, perhaps we could start first by asking God a question. Is the fast we choose the one He wants us to do? Maybe there's something else He would ask of us, something we haven't thought of. Or maybe it's something we've been resisting. Here, Isaiah offers us words of hope. If we surrender to God in every area of our lives, if we invite Him to give us the strength and courage to obey Him in everything He asks of us, then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and He will say, Here am I. On this Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent, let us first seek God's face. That's what Lent is all about, right? Let us ask what He wants to show us this season, and let us choose to obey Him in this and in every other area of our lives. Here's a couple of questions we can ask ourselves as we quiet ourselves and listen to the Holy Spirit. 
Is there something God might be asking me to give up for him this Lent season? How can I seek God's strength and peace to obey him in this? Let's pray together. Dear Father, often we are so excited to serve you that we run ahead of you and miss out on your instructing voice. Sometimes we'd rather do things and be busy like Martha than sit in your presence and just listen like Mary. We're so busy doing for you that we miss opportunities to obey you in what you really wanted us to do. We miss opportunities to know you better through our obedience, opportunities to experience your love and grace and provision. Help us to pause, take a breath, and listen to you. Today and every day of Lent, we need you desperately. And we are so thankful to your gentle patience with us. Thank you for your son Jesus and your forgiveness. We love you. Amen. Today's further scripture reading also includes 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 through chapter 6, verse 10, and Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 6, and verses 16 through 21. And finally, Psalm 103. To read a story of a couple in Kenya who discovered that the ways they were trying to obey God were mostly about their own comfort, visit our website at www.lentjourney.org to find the story link in today's transcript. I hope we'll be together again tomorrow for another day of scripture reading, reflection, and prayer in our Lent journey. The Lent Journey podcast and website are a production of the Eurasia Region Church of the Nazarene.